Today, I'll share with you the manifold of mercy. Ten things mercy can do for you. There are ten things that I'll share with you. Ten things mercy can do for you. I know people are praying for a job. People are praying for a business breakthrough. People are praying for forgiveness of sin. I want God to forgive me. But sometimes it is very vital to understand what God has put as a system in the Bible. You can never, and I repeat this, never stand right before the Lord unless you go through the system of forgiveness. So God must forgive you. So God has put up forgiveness as a system. Just as you will never be set free without going through a system of deliverance. So God has put deliverance as a system. They are divine systems which you must never jump. You will never in your life receive your healing in your body without going through the healing. So you need a system. So God has put up systems. There's a system of healing. There's a system of deliverance. There's a system of salvation. You must confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord for you to be saved. There's a system of grace. These are divine laws and ordinances that nobody must ever think of jumping. But we have people who think they can go to heaven without going through the process. We have so many people right now who are Christians, but they have never accepted Jesus as their Lord. They have not received him. They are jumping in the system. Today, I will talk to you about the system of mercy. So you can never become something or somebody without the system of mercy. So there are 10 things which mercy can do for you. Hallelujah. Now I want you loud and stay amen. Now, just to, to give you a reminder from the series I've been preaching about mercy, I spoke to you about the seat of God. So the whole tabernacle of the Lord, we hear the Bible speaking of a place known as the mercy seat. There is only one seat, the whole tabernacle, and it is the mercy seat. So the mercy of God sits. And on that mercy seat, the Bible speaks of two angels that covers the mercy seat. And they're known as the cherubs or cherubims. 
Why? There, there is no seat for deliverance. There is no seat for prosperity. There is no seat for breakthrough. There is no seat for healing. There is a seat for mercy. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. So just a reminder. What is mercy? Mercy is God's system of advantage. When God wants to do something in a person's life, he gives them mercy. Wherever a person will go, he will have an advantage in the spirit by men, by people, by governments, by uh, professionals, whosoever. If God gives you mercy, you have a system of advantage. The reason why many people are disadvantaged it is because they have not prayed for the mercy of God to be upon their lives. We'll see a few people in the Bible. If the mercy of God is on you, you are guaranteed for a life of advantages. And today we'll look at the manifold of mercy. What mercy does on people. Alright, so we'll look at, upon that because someone today mercy will begin to speak for you. Somebody say the ten things mercy can do for me. Say it again. We looked upon the seven wonders of mercy. But I want you to see what mercy can do. The man for of mercy. Now raise up your Bible. If you have your Bible, raise it up. And say, this is my Bible. I believe everything written in it. And Lord, reveal unto me the secrets of this book in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Nehemiah 9 verse 19 the Bible says Nehemiah 9 verse 19. Yet in your manifold messes speak after me. In your manifold messes. Now that word there already tells us that there is no one mess. There are messes. There are different types of mercy. We have the plenteous mercy. The Bible talks about the plenteous mercy. We spoke about that already. The Bible speaks of the sure mercy. Surrounding mercy. Great mercy. Vessels of mercy. Now, there are different types of mercies. That's what the Bible says. What in your mind for the mercies, you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The reason why God will not forsake a person 
it is because that person is surrounded by the mercy. They may go through hell. They may go through problems. But God will never forsake a man. God will never forsake a woman who has mercy. Raise up your hands and say, Oh Lord, I ask of your mercies. People may forget you. People may think anything about you. But when mercy is with you, you will never be forsaken. The Bible says the reason why. Can you imagine? Can you imagine they are moving in a wilderness like this? All those things, when they are hungry, food will just miraculously come. When they are sick, he will heal with them. When they have enemies, he will fight for them. The Bible says it was the mercy. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. Tell the neighbor next to you, say, do you have mercy? So we hear the Bible speaking that they in the wilderness, go back to the scripture, yet in your manifold mercies, you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The beat of the crowd did not depart from them by day. And what? To do what? To lead them on the road. Did you hear that? God can begin to lead you in your business, in your calling, in your ministry. Because the mercy is with you. And what? See there. Know the pillar of fire by night. To show them the light. And the way they should go. Why so many people are in darkness? It is because the mercy is not with them. Why people that do not know the way to go. The Bible says God did not forsake them. But he helped them to show them the way to go because of the manifold of his messes. Papa, I'm very confused. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do? Yeah, I don't know. Whether I should do it or I shouldn't do it. You have deficiency of what? You have mercy deficiency. Am I talking to somebody here? When the mercy is with you, you receive them. When the manifold of mercy is with you, the Bible says, and he did not forsake them, but he showed them the way. Meaning that signs that you are forsaken, you're always confused. The Bible says, I do know that I have forsaken you. In Deuteronomy 28, from verse 14 going, where all cases are there, it says you shall become a wonder. You, you will be a confused person. You don't even know which way to go, what to do. When the mercy comes upon you, when the mercies of God come upon you, oh, are you here or you're home? There are 10 things you begin to benefit. Number one. You ready for this? Alright, so let's look at this. Number one. You have divine strength. Mercy will begin to strengthen you. I will give you an example for myself. One thing you will know that you have mercy. Mercy. It is divine strength. 
When you are passing through so much, but you're strong, hear me, it takes the mercy of God to be upon you. For you to be strong in the places you're not supposed to be strong. And they are known as strengthening messes on the manifold. There are ten manifold of God's messes, as I said earlier. So, strengthening messes. You are strengthened when everyone else is supposed to be strong. Now, let's go to the book of Psalms quickly. 86 verse 16. All turn to me. And what? And have mercy on me. For what? Give your strength to your servant. Did you hear that? Have mercy on me and give me strength. He's not saying, have mercy on me and heal me. He says, strength. Because he knew what's going to happen tomorrow. Do you know when you know what you will be tomorrow and you are in today and you are passing through problems today? As long as you believe you will become what God said tomorrow. The only thing you will pray for for today is, God, I know I'll be that tomorrow. But before I come to tomorrow, strengthen me for now. Until I become what you said I will become. No, 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 no. Do you know people, they even castle what God said about them for tomorrow. They just say, Lord, I'm passing through too much. Oh, no, 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 no. Ask for strength. Because you believe, the Bible says, Abraham did not stagger through unbelief. He was strong in faith. Being persuaded that he who promised was able to perform. Did you hear that? So he never doubted. So before your miracle happens, you can only ask God for strength. But this strength to come, you need the mercy of God. If you don't have the mercy of God, it is so difficult to be strong in calamity. If you are strong in what you are passing through, you have the mercy. It takes mercy to be strong in situations you can't be strong. Am I talking to somebody right here? If you're hearing me, say, I hear you, prophet. Come on, speak louder. Say, I hear you, prophet. Number two. Mercy will give you hope. Did you hear that? Mercy does what? Gives you hope. If... Where you are sitting right now, you have no hope that you'll be healed. You are lacking a mercy. It takes mercy for a woman to stand up like this and say, no matter what I'm passing through, God said this, and no matter what I'm facing, I will become what God said I will become. It takes mercy 
upon a man never to change his confession. He will keep on saying, I am what God said I am. No matter what I'm passing through, I am what God said. If you see a person doubting or sometimes fearing about the future, if you see a person having anxiety, if you see a person saying, will this ever happen? If you see a woman starting to say, it has been for a long time, I've been waiting, my life is not changing, they don't have mercy. Mercy gives you hope. Am I talking to somebody here? Mercy gives you what? Mercy will give you hope. Now let me show you something here. In the Bible, Psalm 33, verse 18 to 19, mercy will give you hope. The Bible says what? Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. Okay? The eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. On those who hope in his mercy. Did you hear that? The eye of the Lord is upon those people who are hoping on his mercy. Am I talking to you? Now verse 19. Let's go ahead. Verse 19. To deliver their soul from death. And to keep them alive in famine. What is famine? Drought. Lack of money. Lack of provision. As long as you hope in the Lord. It says the eye of the Lord is upon those people. No matter what they're facing, no matter what they're passing through, mercy keeps them believing. They keep on moving, hoping in the Lord. And they put their eyes on the mercy of God. And the Bible says, and because of that, God's eyes are on those people. So we may be in church, all of us like this, and we may have people watching us on television, so many people watching us on television. But guess what? Only those few people who right now are hoping in his mercy. The Bible says God will deliver them. God will keep them alive in calamity. Those who hope in his mercy. The eye of the Lord is upon them. Those who hope on his mercy. God will deliver them and keep them alive. Am I talking to somebody right here? The Lord will deliver them and keep them what? Raise up a hand and say, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Say, let your mercy speak for me. Say, oh Lord, I provoke your mercy. I provoke your mercy. The Bible says, all those. So mercy will make you have hope. No matter what, you keep on having hope that I have mercy. No matter what, this will pass. No matter what, I am healed. No matter what, I am delivered. No matter what, I am getting married. They do not lose hope. If you're following, raise up a hand and say, Prophet, I'm following what you're teaching me. 
shall receive the message of God. Speak louder. I receive the message of God. Number three. Mercy attracts miraculous provision. There are people right now who don't even know where to get money for rent. There are people right now who don't even know what type of life they will be. It takes mercy to come through when you're at your lowest. Am I talking to somebody, right? It takes mercy to come through at your lowest. This is why we have people right now, they don't even know what to do, where to go, how to do it. But I want to tell you something, hope in his mercy. We all go through a moment where you don't know what to do. And then miraculously, God brings a provision. I do not mean that people shouldn't be looking for a job. People shouldn't work. Now, I don't believe that God will just bring things in your life. No. He wants all of us. He, when he created Adam, the Bible says God said that Adam must take care. He must work in the garden. God wants you to do something. He wants you to work. But there are moments where even your work can't save you. Sometimes you don't even have that work. And for you to survive, all you need at that point is the mercy. Sometimes you get a message from the bank that about to repossess your properties. Sometimes you have so many debts and you don't even know what to do. This is a moment where mercy will show up. Somebody say, mercy, show up. First hey. Kings 17, verse 8 to 16. Now, it's a story, very touching story of a woman who was about to eat her last food and die. Are you hearing me? But mercy. When the mercy came, the woman who had the last, last provision, the Bible says, a prophet came and said, God, the Lord has sent me to you. Did you just hear that? The Lord has sent me. God has sent me to you. And the man comes in the house. And then there was divine provision. And she never died. When mercy comes, God will send some people to your direction. You hear a phone call from a place. Oh. You will receive contracts you never applied. Tenders you don't even know where they're coming from. You will receive jobs. To places you applied a long time ago, you even forgot about it. The Lord will send people 
to bring divine provision. So mercy, number one, will strengthen you. People say, Papa, I'm passing through a lot. Ah, my brother. He's so sick. And my uncle said this about me. And right now, my life is a mess. Is it because they do not have the mercy? Mercy will strengthen you. No matter what you're passing through, as you are waiting for your miracle, the mercy will what? Strengthen you. You will never change your confession. You will keep on saying, the Lord said, I am going there. But as I'm on my way to there, I need strength. And it takes mercy to strengthen you. The Bible says it was his mercy in the desert. So they kept on moving. They knew they were going to Canaan. To a place of milk and honey. But they needed strength in the wilderness. Some of you, you need strength because God said it. And unless you begin to doubt what God said. But there is a place God is taking you to. No matter what people think or say about you. You will be there. It can only take mercy to strengthen you. Two, I said a mercy gives you what? Hope. You never doubt. You begin to say, I am what God said I am. Like myself here, I don't care what people think or what people say. I know what God spoke about me, about my future. That's why you never see me worried. I don't care. Because I know I have hope. And took the mercy to be with me. For me to believe. I will never doubt. No matter the situation. It is by the mercy that I am living in hope. Tell the neighbors that you need the mercy. In order to start trusting God for the future. Did you hear that? Number one, mercy will strengthen you. Number two, mercy will give you what? And number three, mercy will bring divine provision. This is a moment when you need somebody to help. You, you, you wake up in the morning, you don't even know what to have, what to do. But when you have the mercy, Trust you me. The Bible says, when Elijah went in the house, it looked like it was Elijah who was looking for help. No, Elijah was already eating meat. The birds were already bringing meat to him and fruits. Are you, you understanding what I'm talking about? He was already eating. They were bringing food for him. The birds of the air were flying to him. You know, quack, 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 quack. Ah, he's sitting in the cave like this. Meat. One kg. 
so I was looking at the whole process, like, so when these birds were bringing uh, meat to, to him, so I was thinking, so God had to make an animal be slaughtered or die just for Elijah. And the most stingy birds are what? Ravens. Very stingy. But even stingier ones. We are bringing divine provision to Elijah. Even people you never thought they would bring something to you. If the mess of God is upon you, you will see them coming to you with the provision. Am I talking to somebody here? And God said to Elijah, go to a woman. The prophetic instruction was she should do food for him. And he says, God has told me that he has already even communicated to you. The woman said, hey. She didn't even know. There are people that you won't even know that God sent them in your life. But do not take the ways of God for granted. There's going to be divine provisions. You'll be so shocked, some of you. How people, companies, banks, they will just decide to work with you. Somebody said it's by the mercy of God. Clap your hands to the Lord. Are you following? Yes. Now, let's go to number four. Is it number four? Yes. Mercy transforms people. Mercy transforms people. Or transforming mercy on the manifold. So this is where now mercy will begin to transform you. Ever seen people who were in the world before, they received Jesus, they are in church, but they are still struggling to transform. It takes mercy to transform you. Am I talking to you? You still think like the time you used to think in the world. You still look at things like you used to look at things when you were in the world. Because you do not have the mercy. So you'll be struggling. That's spiritually. Physical as well. When mercy comes upon you, even your appearance will change. Can, can you imagine one time we were doing these uh, crusades? So we used to jump in buses. We used to jump in buses. So we jumped in a bus. I wasn't known, nobody knew about me. And we were going very far to preach in the northern part. It's called Karonga. So we're in a bus like this, and I'm sitting next to a woman. 
as we are moving, the woman begins to say her money is missing. And then, she says, my money is missing. Now, remember, no one in the bus knows me. Hello? No one in the bus knows me. Then she stands up. All money is missing. So everybody is in the bus. All money, money. And she was talking about a lot of money. Then we stopped by the road block where there was police. So she goes out and explains. The police enters. So the police ask the woman, who do you think stole your money? And then she points at me. The whole bus behaved like you have behaved. Everyone said, ah. And everyone in the bus began to shout at the woman that how can you think he took your money? And the police look at me. Then he says, from how I look at this man, he cannot do it. Mercy can transform how you look. So I look at myself. I said, how? When, when they were saying like, I was like, ah, am I wearing differently? I was just wearing a t-shirt. Then they say, then they say, to the woman, who else do you think stole your money? Then she pointed at another guy. Everyone else said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> And the police said, even us, we suspect it's this guy. <laughs> and it wasn't even him. She had forgotten, she packed the money in her other bank. But then they say, so they took the man out, drag him out. Police dragged the man, began to search him everywhere. The difference was mercy. Mercy can transform you. See, you're not smiling. I'm now wondering if mercy transformed you. Tell your neighbor, mercy must transform you. So, physically, mercy must transform you. Spiritually, mercy must what? People until today are struggling. Can you imagine? Can, can you imagine a, a woman struggling? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to change. You have no mercy. Somebody say, the mercy of God. Now, in the book of Acts, Chapter 13, verse 9. The Bible says what? Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked and entered to him. Wait. What was his name before? Do you know what he was doing? He was killing disciples. And when mercy came, God called him and he became Paul and he was preaching with the same disciples. Mercy can transform a person 
from a prostitute into a preacher. Mercy can transform a person from a bad man to the best man ever. Mercy can change a person. Am I talking to somebody here? Mercy can change a person spiritually, physically, financially. Look at Gideon. He was a nobody. He was, in fact, he went for the interviews as a soldier. And he was chased out. He said, the way you look is important. You can't be a soldier. Go to the farm. So they took all best men in town who looked strong. And Gideon was left out. When Mercy came, the man was transformed from being a weak person to a tough leader, to a strong leader. And he became their leader. History is about to repeat itself. Some of you here, you are about to become a leader of your leaders. Somebody say, hear you, prophet. When a mercy comes, transforms you. Transforms your thinking. Mercy transforms how you think. Mercy transforms how you look. Mercy can transform your bank account. Mercy transforms you from being a sinner into a righteous child of God. It is by mercy that we are transformed from glory to glory. Shout amen, somebody. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. Tell your neighbor, mercy. Are you here? I said, mercy, what can mercy do for you? Mercy can transform you. Like, is this not Saul who was killing people and now he's preaching? Is this not a woman who was a sinner but now she's changed because mercy can change a person. Are you hearing me? Is this not Solomon? But now He's a billionaire. Mercy transformed Solomon. Somebody say mercy. Don't joke with the God system. It is a system of God. When God puts you in that direction, you are gone. That's why I don't pray these prayers. I say, Father, I pray. Oh, Lord, for breakthrough. No, I pray for the system. I say, God, I pray for great mercy. I pray for you when you are under a system. You don't have to worry. The system works for you. Am I talking to somebody here? You are under what? A system. I'm not saying you should stop praying for money. You can attach that money with a word mess. I'm not saying you should stop praying for healing. Okay, but can you imagine Bartimaeus? He never said, Jesus, son of David, heal me. No. He called for a system. He said, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped the whole convoy. 
He was on his convoy with the disciples and everybody. When they heard the system being called out. He said, stop. He said, call the guy here. What are you saying? He said, have mercy on me. He said, uh-huh. How? He said, I want to be healed. He said, uh, see again. And the man's eyes opened. Because the system was there. When the system of mercy came, healing was guaranteed. Am I talking to somebody here? Can you imagine living without mercy and being in church? You have no mercy. Let's see something. Do you know Jonah was a prophet of God? Do you know? Let's go to another point. What can mercy do for you? Mercy can rescue you in time of trouble. Mercy can rescue you in time of trouble. When you are about to be eaten and rotten, mercy can remember you. Mercy can deliver you. Mercy in the presence of your enemies, mercy can take you out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? nicely when they are busy fighting you when they know this one he's finished properly nicely mercy will just snatch you out ah you didn't hear me you didn't hear me you didn't hear me you did hear me somebody did you hear me when everybody is busy like ah now She's finished. Mercy will just snatch you. The mercies of God. Are you understanding? Let's look at it. Look at Jonah. Let's go. How he was rescued. When everybody thought he swallowed by the fish, when the message comes, they will vomit you out. What have I said? Whosoever thought they swallowed you, when the message comes, they will vomit you out. When the mercy comes upon you, enemies begin to receive blows. And they begin to think, if we don't leave this guy. Clap your hands for Jesus. Johannesburg, ECG, are you there? Are you here, somebody? Tell your neighbor, mercy. Ha, it can take you out of a dangerous situation. Just not sure. Let's look at the prayer of Jonah. Jonah chapter 2 from verse 1, and I'm, I'll be reading very fast. The Bible here says, just look at that. 
Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the fish's berry. And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me out of the berry of a shore, I cried. And you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas. And the flowers surrounded me, all your bureaus and all your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me. Hey. Waters surrounded me. Even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around me, around my head. He was in that situation where even in the stomach of the fish, the weeds, whatever the fish was swallowing, surrounded him. And there was no hope. But see this. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth was its bars, closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit. O oh Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy. Did you hear that statement? But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is the Lord. So the Lord spoke the fish. So the Lord what? And what? What did the fish do? Vomited Jonah unto dry land. Mercy can rescue you from your enemies. Mercy can take you out of trouble. I can sense someone here, you need this to happen to you right now. Somebody say the name of the Lord Jesus. Every fish that's ever swallowed me, God is making it to vomit me out. God is making it to vomit me out. And you're going to start seeing these results starting from tonight. Can I tell you something? Fear nothing. You have mercy. What have I said? Fear nothing. They will surround you. They will rise against you. They will conspire against you. You serve God of mercy. Somebody say, I serve God of great mercy. You serve God of great mercy. Now, I want us to make a prayer. Wherever you are, I want us to make a prayer. And the prayer will be, Lord, I need your mercy. And let mercy transform me. Let this mercy begin to change your thinking, your life. You can never live a godly life. It's so impossible. 
you can't unless and only when mercy is on you. It will transform you from a sinner to a righteous person. It is the mercy of God. So where you are, you will make a prayer. Transform a life spiritually, physically. When mercy came upon blind Bartimaeus, he was transformed. When he said, have mercy on me, physically he was transformed from being a blind man to a seeing man. Mercy can transform you too today. From having diabetes to diabetes free. Mercy can transform you from struggling to a life of plenty. Mercy can transform you. So you make a prayer. If there's something that you want God to rescue you from, you ask God now, God rescue me from all these situations I'm facing. And God will rescue you. If you want God to rescue you from any trouble, God will rescue you. I want you to raise up a hand. Say with me, Heavenly Father, show me your mercy. Lord, let your mercy speak for me. Heavenly Father, I call upon your mercy. Begin to make a prayer where you are. Come on, make a prayer.